Welcome to the Fertility Life Coach Podcast, a show for smart, type A millennial women who want to get pregnant without the emotional roller coaster. If you want to learn how coaching can relieve stress and balance your hormones, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Jewel Bejavarpu, and I am an infertility and IVF warrior, as well as a certified life and holistic health coach. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Good morning, and how are y'all doing today? I am so excited to be back here talking to you on the Fertility Life Coach Podcast. A lot has happened since we last chatted. Um, But first of all, have y'all done your Christmas shopping, your holiday shopping? I have just finished and trying to get everything out with all the package delays, getting everything, all the presents out. Um, But yeah, I think a little update, personal update is... That we, I just got, I've been working with a functional um, medicine doctor and she's amazing. And um, we, I just got diagnosed with SIBO. So SIBO is like a gut issue where you're in your small intestine, um, you have too much of like a bad bacteria. So like you can get um, tested for this with your primary care provider. I just went through my functional medicine doctor to get tested for this. Um, but apparently there is a high incidence of SIBO with women who have endometriosis because it kind of plays off of each other with the bacteria and the adhesions and the growth um, and just things not where it being where there should be. So this really to me is like a big deal because this really explains why I have been paleo and had like a really clean diet, tossed all the toxins, all the things for about three, three, four years now. And that I haven't really had a lot of improvement in my gut health or in my hormones, right? Because your hormones are made in your gut. So this would explain a lot of it of why I haven't had that improvement um, because we hadn't really gotten out, figured out like the root cause, right? I was eating healthy. It was my SIBO symptoms are very mild, even though my SIBO was pretty bad. And I think that is because of just how healthy I eat and how uh, my lifestyle um, so it was interesting because I didn't think I had SIBO, but then I did. So if you have endometriosis, go to your primary care provider, go talk to a doctor or chiropractic, um, and try to see if you have SIBO because that might, that might help. Anyway, today's podcast is going to be all about 21st century feminine and masculine energy and mostly about the feminine energy but we're going to bring in that masculine energy here and the reason why I call it 21st century is because this whole topic came to me while I was coaching one of my clients and we were talking about like the feminine energy and she was kind of like well I don't really like I don't really resonate with feminine energy like I don't really know how to express my feminine energy and I don't really want to just sit in a chair and like wait things to come to me and just not take any action and just be like super super passive and be like oh it'll all work out no big deal like the 1950s kind of like passive non-active like feminine energy and I feel like that's where a lot of us think feminine energy comes from and it gets such like a bad rap because we think like oh no we don't want to be this 1950s housewife um passive like oh the men will do it for me or you know whatever like that we come to that kind of like stereotypical feminine model like we really I mean at least growing up like I was grew up as a feminist and that was very much like 
No, right? But the thing is, what we've done as a culture is that we went from this like early 1900s, you know, I guess in my head, I just see like, like a painting of like a woman sitting in a chair, like fainting or something, you know, like just sitting in a chair waiting for things to happen to her. Um, We like rejected that model so much. And then we went super masculine, right? Where it's just like, um, went from like, okay, well, we can't be this feminine So we went to like the whole opposite of the spectrum and and left all feminine things, like banished it, hated on it, all the things, and went super, super masculine. And so now I've done this work and the work that I do with a lot of my clients and how this came up was like trying to find that balance um, between feminine and masculine energy, bringing in the feminine energy, but not in the way that we have envisioned it in the 1950s, 1940s type of feminine energy, but really true feminine energy and like what that looks for you. And what it will look like for me and what it will look like for you is going to be totally different right? It's going to be based on who you are, what your natural feminine versus masculine tendencies are. I know for me, I have um, some masculine um, masculine energy, ma- natural masculine inclinations, and then I have some feminine inclinations. And I'm really balancing those out and valuing and seeing both of them in a society that when we're not taught to see or value the feminine or the balance of the two. And why is this so important to infertility? Well, because conceiving a baby and nurturing a baby and growing a baby for nine months in your womb and then having a baby, the nursing and being a mother or whatever you choose to do is very, very feminine. Like that is like probably being a mother is like the most feminine thing that we do that our bodies go through that we are doing. Um, but oftentimes when we're stuck in fertility, we don't necessarily get to that feminine nature, that feminine essence of it all because we're in this plan of like, okay, I need to have a baby. I need to have a baby by this time. My baby needs to be born in this month. Um, or like you need to have like, we have a goal we have a plan. And like, I know fertility treatments is very like masculine in nature, right? We And we, it is not our fault, right? This is how our society is built. Um, this is the way we've been trained to live. And like, um, we probably are not even aware of it. I wasn't really aware of it until like a year or maybe even two years ago. But oftentimes on this journey to conception, while we're struggling with infertility and trying to conceive, the whole masculine model of doing things um, kind of like breaks down. And a lot of time it breaks down for the first time because what we as type A high achieving successful women have found is that like we work hard, we are strong, we get things done, we have a plan, we go after, we set goals, we have that success. We've worked in the masculine model for so long in our school, in our work, in our careers, in our relationships, right? We go out, we find the one, we go out and do this. Like that's very masculine. And this has worked out super well for us right? Like we've had success in all these areas of our life using this masculine model. And then when it comes to trying to conceive, it all breaks down. And that's because conceiving is a very feminine thing. Um, and we need to get into the feminine model, into our feminine energy for that to really, um, work on a physical level, but also work on an emotional mental level. And, but that means by having, being able to, um, go through this journey of infertility, go through this journey of trying to conceive this fertility journey in a way that's easeful and peaceful and not hard. And from this place of empowerment and trust and belief, 
versus a place of stress, overwhelm, anxiety, timelines, timetables, and like pushing and pressure. Like, and I'm sure that's where you are right now in that second half of the journey. And that's where I was too for um, some of my infertility journey as well until I figured out how to do it differently, which is why I'm, I'm coaching you. Um, so um, let's kind of, let's kind of go back and figure out what this masculine looks like, what this feminine looks like, and how we can get more into our feminine, that like 21st, I'm going to call it the 21st feminine energy, 21st century feminine energy. So um, what is masculine versus feminine energy? I know we kind of touched upon it a little bit already, but masculine examples of masculine energy is like the strength, the intuit, the not intuition, the initiative, right? Taking initiative, being empower having control having a plan um pressure that kind of like step by step right that's all like traditional models of success that's all very masculine energy now feminine energy would be receptive allowing intuitive creative nurturing mothering empowered trust patience all of those things are more feminine feminine energy right and um, feminine and masculine energy can also be talked about as like yin or yang, like solar versus lunar versus the solar being the masculine and lunar being feminine. That also has to do with our cycles, right? Or like in a doing action way versus a being way. So like doing versus being. Um, and we talked about that pregnancy is very connected to the being, connected to the lunar, connected to the yang. Um, it's connected that to feminine energy. And letting go of that masculine energy, the masculine belief system and ideas is so, so, so hard, my friends. I feel you. Like this has been wired and pounded into us since day one, right? Our mothers did not want to be that 1950s woman in a chair, right? They wanted to be like that whole 1960s, that whole feminist movement. I think that was so great. I really do. But I think we went too far to the masculine and now we need to get back into that balance. Um, and what this looks like in coaching to get this feminine energy and coaching with me often looks like re- rewiring, rewiring your these belief systems about success, about what masculine energy looks like. It looks like redoing our priorities from being like everything is my number one priority to really being like what is my number one priority normally it comes down to like your body, your health, your emotional, mental health, your physical health, like your future baby's health, like that being the number one priority and redoing our version of what success looks like on a day-to-day basis, on a minute-to-minute basis in our careers, and even what success looks like in our fertility journey and rewiring that. So all this rewiring that we do in coaching, that we take these belief systems that are entrenched in masculinity and we kind of rewire it, open it up to that feminine, and then you just start embodying it and being it. And that's, and that's like, again, that's what we kind of do in coaching is really develop that feminine energy. And so many of my clients, my friends, they like realize like, oh, this is what we've been missing the whole time. Like this feminine energy. And when they are in that belief, um, of trusting the fertility process, of trusting their bodies, of trusting that they will get that baby and they like know that 100% to the core of their being that they will get it. Then the why and the how and the when that all falls away. 
Like it doesn't become important anymore. And I know when I'm saying this, you're probably just like, what? What do you mean it doesn't become important? The when, the wow, the how, the when, the why, the how, the what, all of those things, it just does not become important anymore when you're in that place of feminine energy, when you're embodying that, when you're in that place of belief. And that is when my clients and for myself have found that freedom during their fertility journey, the ease, the peace, and usually that is when they also get pregnant too. So as type A women, we have, I mean, we've talked about this, like masculine energy is what we've been taught. It's what we've been taught in schools by our societies, even by our mothers, mothers who have embodied that masculine energy of trying to find success in the way men do it, right? Like men are like the... I don't know. I don't want to say like the, what's that word? Like they are the baseline, right? Like in our society and like women are like, oh, we want success like that. We need to be more like men. And so that's like kind of what happened throughout. I think our mother's lives is like, okay, let me become like a man, have this masculine energy, you know, work like a man, do everything like a man. And that will give me the success that men have that I want versus approaching it from a feminine energy, right? So because feminine energy has like a very um, like negative connotation in our society. Like we think feminine energy is being unambitious, not successful, um, weak, kind of useless, not needed. Like, um, and even by other women, they see that. And I think I still even sometimes see this in myself and I have to become somebody like, oh yeah, that's just the feminine energy. That's just like my programming of what I've been taught. That's not the truth. Because um, what we value in our society is like that material success, that hard work, the independentness, the competitiveness, the plan, the strength, the, the, like the material goods versus the intuitive relaxation that. So... Um, also, in the 1950s, I think what we often associate feminine energy with is just like this blind faith and trust. And like that's what I first associated feminine energy with was it's just like this blind faith of like, oh, I just have to like let things go and relax and it'll just happen and just not even think about it and not plan. And I want to tell you that like that's not the case. Like you can be in a very feminine energy place of receptivity, intuitive and creativity, listening to your body and still make a plan and still keep doing things in action. And there's a difference between doing things in action, taking action from a masculine place versus taking action from a feminine place. Okay. Um, and because we've seen the feminine as like weaker inferior, right? We've had, we've thought we've had to stand in our masculine energy more. And when men, they also see that too, right? They see that like, oh, if I, to show my emotions, be feminine, then I'm weaker, then I'm not taking serious on society. So this is like not even an issue just for women. I just want to point that out. This is also an issue for men. So I just want to tell you kind of like a little story about this, like relaxing. So I have a, one of my clients who I was telling you about earlier. She was, she and I were talking about this in our coaching session. And we were talking about, you know, this whole concept of like, oh, I just need to relax in order to get pregnant. And again, relaxing, intuitive, taking a step back, not having a plan. That's all very feminine 
right? And so a lot of people are saying like, oh, relaxing. And she was saying like, oh, this woman, she relaxed and she got pregnant and she, you know, she said what she did to relax because I said, okay, what should she do? She said she was just like, you know, okay, we drank a couple of glasses of wine, wasn't really charting her cycles, wasn't really, you know, thinking about it. And it just kind of happened, right? And she was like, I feel like that's how I need to show up in my feminine energy, but that did not feel good for her. And I feel her because that would not have felt good for me, nor does it feel good for many of my clients who are all, you know, type A women. And what we had to do was feel like, what does relaxation, what does the feminine energy look like for you? Like, maybe that's what that looks like for her, right? Maybe it does look like drinking some wine and going on vacation and that's like what she needs to step into that feminine energy but for me for my client for probably a lot of you that are listening to it it doesn't look like just not tracking your cycles or not taking action not having a plan not doing any of that it looks like having a plan taking action but also having that unattachment from the plan and the action being willing to change it being willing to modify it being willing to um like go with the flow and have the plan and hold those two things at the same time, right? So like for my client and for myself, being in my feminine energy looked like a lot of healing. It looked like coaching, really. That's how I got my feminine energy was through coaching, um, um, which was like releasing a lot of past trauma, um, learning how to trust herself, learning how to trust myself, my body. That was a big thing, rewiring ideas about my body and what my body's capable of doing, rewiring my ideas about success, um, letting go of the when, the how, the why, building that belief in myself, in my future baby, in my body. All of that is very feminine, right? And tuning into my emotions, getting deep with my body and what my body and emotions feel like at every at every other minute of the day, right? So like that's how I do the feminine energy part. That's what I thought like, okay, that, that to me is relaxing. You know, it doesn't feel good not to track my cycles. It doesn't feel good to like drink wine or to just like forget about it all. And like honestly, like for me, if I just was like, okay, I'm just not going to even like do anything. I'm just going to sit in a chair and try to be that 1950s version of femininity. Sit in the chair and be like, oh, what comes will come. What will happen will happen. Like that's, that feels like, oh, that feels like so awful to me because that's just not who I am. Right. That's not like, that's not maybe the part of me that's the most feminine, but being able to do that and like be in my femininity, not from this place of like passivity or not caring or not taking any action, but having this opposite of such, such belief and trust in myself that like, yes, I will get pregnant. I will be able to heal myself. I will be an amazing mother. And like letting those things happen and not getting out of keel and literally when that belief and that acceptance of the fertility journey happens then like the stress and the anxiety the pressure um all, all of those things that are very masculine that we feel on during our infertility journey those kind of die away so really the question is is who are you And how can you express these feminine qualities in a way that feels really good for you, right? It might not look like relaxing or like being the woman on the chair that just sits and relax and lets things go, or it might. 
It might look like having a plan or it might not have a plan, right? It's not, I can't tell you a prescribed way of like, oh, this is how you are in your feminine energy. This is how it's going to look and feel. But I do know some things that have always helped my clients is the first thing is slowing down. Really evaluating your life. I like to think of like, what are the three or maybe even two things I'm doing today? And like, that's it. And maybe you have five and maybe, or maybe you have one, right? But really slowing down and not trying to do, do, do. Because often when we do, 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 we're in that masculine energy and we can't be receptive to the feminine intuition, the feminine ideas, the creativity that comes to us. Um, when we're in this do, 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 pressure filled, stress place, have to have a plan and I have to have the next step of my fertility journey all planned out and everything like that. Asking for help. Again, I guess that always helps put my clients and myself into a very feminine energy place is asking for help. What do you need help on? And prioritizing your mental, emotional, and physical health as number one. That is a big one. When my clients do that, when they fully over their careers, over like the fertility journey, over everything else, that's when they start seeing results. That's when things become so much easier. And then just leaning into your intuition, leaning into your, I don't want to say confidence because I feel like that's very a masculine quality, but like intuition, your gut, your instinct um, versus having that self-judgment or criticism. And I think just even like having from listening to this podcast, I think just even um, realizing like when are you in masculine or feminine energy and then asking yourself being am I judging this feminine energy and realizing that's not necessarily your thoughts and your judgments but like a societal belief system that um, feminine energy is weak unsuccessful and useless so I think a lot of it is awareness a lot of it's those prioritizing those slowing down and then really asking for help and getting getting the help that you need to release some of those belief systems, some of those traumas that have, as a society, kept us in this masculine energy. So my friends, that is 21st century masculine versus feminine energy. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any ideas. Um, you can email me at hello at simply, S-I-M-P-L-Y, jewel, J-E-W-E-L-L-E dot com. Um, if you have anything you'd like to share with me, share, send me your stories, send me like anything that you want more podcast episodes on questions that you have about this topic. I'd be happy to respond to you, but if you are really feeling like, Hey, this is something like I do want to get into my feminine energy. Maybe you are a type A high achieving successful one that has, that just, you know, just listen to this episode. It's like, oh my gosh, I've been in the masculine energy all my life. And I feel like I see that as good and feminine energy is bad, but I feel that the masculine energy is holding me back in my fertility journey. Then you are probably um, a very good candidate for my coaching program. That is who I work with. Um, and I work with a lot of women who are just ready to feel like themselves again. And a lot of feeling like themselves again is really tapping into that feminine energy and getting their lives back, getting their life back while they go through infertility. So in my coaching program, we work on feeling your emotional stable self again. So you can have your life back while trying to conceive, right? learning how to process those negative emotions and change your belief system so you stop feeling overwhelmed, so you stop feeling so stressed out, anxious, and emotionally spiraling. Um, I'm going to teach you strategies to assist with that negative mindset, to assist with that anxiety, the stress. Um, we'll do those strategies, but also the energetics and the emotional 
um, part of it through somatic work. Um, so you can end those negative thoughts, the self-doubt, the untrust in yourself, and really find that balance of masculine and feminine energy and find that balance in everything that you're doing in your life, your careers, and your fertility journey. So you have that path forward, okay? I want you to have that path forward so your fertility journey is easeful no matter how long it takes, right? So it's peaceful, so you're at ease. Um, so you've ex- you're in that place of acceptance, that place of really truly... Um, I don't know, just like that kind of that freedom, I would say, um, of being emotionally stable and at ease again with your life and feeling good about it. So if you're interested, if these things kind of sound like you, sound like something you're interested in, I would invite you to set up a consultation call with me. It's like a one-to-one 45-minute call. I learn about your fertility journey. We talk about kind of what your goals are, what you're wanting to accomplish. And I tell you about um, the one-on-one coaching program and we see if you're a good fit. So to set that up, again, you can email me at hello at simplyjewel.com or go to my website, www.simplyjewel.com and click um, set up a free consultation on there. Okay, my friends, have a beautiful day and I will talk to you later. Bye. If you love this podcast and if you have liked what you have heard so far, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Reviews help others find this podcast and help them get the strategies that they need to thrive during infertility. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. If you want to take this work to a deeper level, then I have the perfect coaching program for you. Go to www.simplyjewel.com forward slash empowered infertility to learn more about my signature one-on-one coaching program. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fertility Life Coach Podcast. See you next time.